Previously on Babies and Broadswords. I challenge you to a loogie off. I am Captain, Captain Horatio Slappy Pants, and I am the leader of the notorious Binky Pirates. And all the pirates go, You've been challenged. You accepted the challenge. All right. Lay down. The captain meanders over and he stands above you and he looks down and he says, Billy lost words. This glob of green phlegm just kind of drips down. And Bella, when it gets about maybe eight inches from your face, he sucks it back up. And everyone goes, all the other binky pirates cheer. Your turn. So she's going to like sneakily eat a piece of licorice. Put one of your licorice pieces in your mouth. And you don't take the time to do all of the the, the, the silly snorting and horking and, and whatever that he was doing. You just kind of make a sound. And this perfectly round glob of sticky candy spit drips. And the the thread attaching it is nice and thick. And you get down to you get down to right where he was, and you let it stop there for a second. Just a just a little bit. And you actually slurp it up, but you just let it go up a little bit. And then through your line of spit, you wink at him and just let it keep going a few inches. <laughs> Man. Until it's just tipping the, touching the tip of his nose. You see his eyes cross as he's focusing on it. You suck it back up. <laughs> like, that's the finest spitting I've ever seen. Truly a master. We Harmonica first. Harmonicas. Exactly. Maybe tell what's his face that uh, we were only, you know, fooling around. You got our harmonica, and you're a good spitter. You want to be a pirate? You, ha- you have to go on a raid with us. Right now, we got to do our own thing. And the pirate ship sails off down the mostly not brown river with, with the tail or a crocodile swishing behind. Welcome to another episode of Even Footing Games presents the Babies and Broadswords. I am Jason, your sitter extraordinaire, and we have got. Thank you. Yes, yes. Please hold your applause <laughs> till the end. So uh, we've got a good group today. Playing Henry, our hypoallergenic dragon. We've got Aaron. Say hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Ah, nice. Look at you, ready for vaudeville. <laughs> <laughs> after after such a wonderful introduction, I'm sorry. Well, it's t- it's tough not to. <laughs> Wompkins are gargoyle. Uh, it's Jack over there. Hello. 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 Uh, I'm Dumpkins. Yes, you are. You sure are, buddy. You sounded really excited about that, so I'm going to do it again. I am Pompkins. There it is. Love it every time. Love it more. Isti Vampiro. I apologize for butchering your, your accent. We got all the way from Brazil. Our buddy Rocky's here today. Hello, folks. I'll butcher him as well. And joining us today, I think the first time on, on the podcast is one of our, our other designers and writers, uh, all the way from where you at, Indiana? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Woo! That's all like the way from parts unknown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indianapolis. That's where the speedway is. Wait, I have parts unknown. 
Let's save it. Cool. <laughs> Let's, yeah. uh, that's a no. Garrett, <laughs> Garrett, how are you today? I'm awake. <laughs> you are awake. And uh, pull, pulled out some characters from my mighty binder of multiple characters that I sit around and build with my daughters just to laugh. So Awesome. Well, we're hope, hoping everybody laughs here at Even Putting Games presents Babies and Broadswords, because if you're not, I don't know why we're wasting our time. Okay, so let's get into it, shall we? Oh, sure. Okay, yes. thanks. It's a weird energy today, isn't it? I, okay, I feel inadequate. I I've got an old I've got an old cam, and you guys are all like crystal clear. <laughs> I should have brought Do you guys up my cans. Yeah, <laughs> <'cause I'm laughs> all right. I feel better now. Thanks, Rocky. <laughs> no I, I thought Rocky was just really playing into the vampire character. <laughs> he's so dark. He's, he's, he's so, so dark. dark. I don't. I, I don't know if you're in mirrors or cameras. I think. <laughs> I should have thought of that. So, thank you again for joining us. When last we met, you already heard our recap. But just to remind our players of where we are, you had just had a run-in with the Binky Pirates. They had challenged Daybella, your your leader to a loogie off captain Horatio fancy pants had placed the challenge and Daybella spit one of the finest loogies anyone had ever seen earning the respect of the binky pirates. They actually offered you temporary pirate hood, but you needed to go raiding with them. And the group decided that maybe uh, being pirates, the, the whole stealing and looting part of things wasn't, wasn't necessarily for them. We had other things to do. Right. After which I took four pages of notes and hit delete and threw them all away. <laughs> You're welcome. So thank you, team. <laughs> Thought you guys would jump at being pirates, but no, no, we, we have morals and ethics. Okay, whatever. I want to be a pirate. It wouldn't be a legit game if the party didn't just go off the rails. Yeah, yeah, that's right. not, that, that. not that I'm I'll putting you on pirates. the rails, but... I was I wanted vampires. That's what I was hoping for. Vampires. <laughs> exactly. I know we all love vampires. Everybody loves vampires. Who doesn't exactly. love a vampire? Exactly. But like fun fun cheeky vampires. Well, and I knew you guys were in the sewers. That's why I came up with the crocodile alligator team. So <laughs> Well, we we are in the sewers. All right. So the team is the kiddos, the party of Henry Thwompkins, Daybella, and Esteban and Ignatius are standing on the shores in the pirate town as the pirate ship goes sailing down the dirty brown river. You had come through a tunnel that led to the, the pirate town. You know heading back will take you back to the main hub where you first entered the underground. There were two other branching paths. There was a path that led off to the right, which seemed to have glowing bricks in the walls, and you could hear a faint sound of, of something like clinking or tinking. Off to the left, it smelled... No, I'm sorry, off to the left... Smelled amazing, but the tunnel was pitch black. You couldn't see anything. But there was a smell of like fresh cut flowers kind of wafting down the tunnel. But then again, you are standing on the shore of the of the of the quick brown river that flows through the pirate village. The pirates have all gone. They're operating and pillaging and eventually heading to the convoy envoy uh envelope, which right, exactly, which you all need to eventually get to. Um, I don't, I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but like I said before, I have a very sensitive nose, and I was thinking that 
the the smell good tunnel is probably the right way. Uh, okay. Hey, I thought the rocks were kind of cool, but I, I, I totally, I totally don't <clears throat> want you to be uncomfortable. Sorry, that was a loogie from inspiration from, uh, you know, <clears throat> De, De Bella, but um, no, I, I'm okay with that. But the rocks blue. I know. Well, we have time to see everything. I just, I, I don't know. It stinks down here, guys. Oh, okay. The river is especially pungent. Yes. My nose is. My nasal passages are very delicate. Okay. Let's go to the smell more nice thing here. That way. <laughs> I mean, every, everywhere smells more nice than here, but again. Does the, don't the rocks smell nice too? But okay. <laughs> yeah, the rocks smell real nice. I think so as well. Do, do you smell very much, uh, Plopkins? Uh, I smell sometimes. That's what the nurses say. Okay, so we start heading down toward the, toward the smell that's good. Alright, so you head down back to the hub, and you make your way towards the tunnel that smells good. The party only gets a few steps in when the blackness seems to envelop you. And you are caught in the darkness. Uh, it seems to swallow you up almost. Feels like home. Just like home. Mm-hmm. Just like being back in your box. Exactly. Henry tries to like <sighs> see if he can make a spark. Try to get a little spark going. <sighs> yeah. Give me a give me a beefy roll there, Henry. Okay. I'm I'm actually going to pull out my empty wasp nest. Okay. And I'm going to try and light it on fire. Oh my god. With gosh, my breath. You are so making get, a torch. I get an extra plus one. Oh, this is going to be great. So with my extra plus one. Yep. I get a five. That's with your plus one? Yeah. I was going to give you another plus one just for good idea, and that still wouldn't have been enough. You blow on... Uh, you try to blow some hot breath onto the wasp nest, and all this—you get a little burst of smoke, and all it really accomplishes is stirring up the few mo- wasps who you thought were no longer in the wasp nest, and they come angrily ah! zipping out. <gasps> there are three wasps flying around your head, Henry, and they're not happy. I immediately toss the wasp nest into the river of poo. Okay. The, the river of poo is not nearby, but you throw it oh, away into okay. the darkness. You've moved away yeah. from the river of poo. Yeah. So oh, you gotcha. just throw it, throw, it into the, throw it into the darkness? Yeah. Away from me. Ah! <laughs> so Henry throws the wasp nest into the darkness. So erase the wasp nest from your, your inventory. Uh, and you're actually going to take one ouchie. Because you got you got stung on the snout. Mm-mm. Told you my nasal my nasal passages are very sensitive. Not not a good day. Is it swollen? No. A, a big red nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big old <laughs> there's a big old red bump on uh, on the side of the Henry's nose. Oh, um, uh, yeah, okay, Henry. You guys can't see it. We're in the dark. That's what I said. Are you okay? Because you suddenly, I just heard a lot of weird noises, and then I heard some buzzing, and then I heard you go, ow. Guys, I'm very majestic. Don't worry about it. Are you sure this this glowing red thing on your nose 
It's not not it, it is illuminating the, the room at any point. No. <laughs> I mean that's true, yeah. <laughs> there is a precedence for that kind of thing, you know. I'm, I'm not a reindeer, I'm a dragon. <laughs> it is December, just saying. <laughs> the venom the hornet pumped in her face uh, ignited her uh ignited henry's uh the part of his nose that sets the fire up yeah yeah so it's just it's just that's a bummer bummer for henry everyone give me a muscly roll it is duh, 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 dark oh yeah pumpkins at an amazing 11 five plus six i got a 12 Ooh, showing me up sorry six six from henry huh Henry's not good in the dark. No. Twalkins and, and, and Istvan, your eyes start to adjust to the darkness just in time to see Henry go running off deeper into the darkness. He's bumping off of the walls. He is panicking and probably will, will bang into something else before too long unless he is stopped and, and calmed down. Oh, Wait. Pumpkins will definitely go after him. He, he, he's definitely on the verge of panic. Swampkins goes after him? All right. How do you want to handle the Swampkins? Don't go. We need their nose to see in the dark. Lumbering after him and be like, hey, hey, come on back. Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> you can hear the boom, 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 boom uh, of a scared dragon banging against the side of a sewer wall. Henry, you were, you were, you were latched on to the smell of, of the fla- of flowers. That's all you can think of is if you can get to where the smell is, you can get out of the dark. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Give me a coolness roll. <laughs> I got another one. You're freaking out, man. That's not even with the negative. I got a three just straight. <laughs> Henry, you are scared. I'm terrified. You are terrified. And you've also uh, oh, taken a point of grumps on oh. top of that. Guys, I'm going to sit down on the floor and cry. Because I'm. Did, did that put you I in just, a nap time? It just put me into 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 timeout or whatever. <laughs> Henry, the two of you follow, are following after Henry, and there is a crash from where you from where Henry was, and I need the two of you. Aaron, please remove your headphones. Yep, yep, yep. You, I'll be back in five co- minutes. And you can come back in five minutes. The two of you, Thwomkins and Esteban, you're following. You're chasing after Henry in the dark. There is a crash. And you have just enough time to see where a hole has opened up beneath him and he's fallen through. So the two of you give me nimble rolls. Six plus five, got an 11. <laughs> Adventurous, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I got a seven. Okay. And uh, 11. So we got seven, 11. Hey. The two of you fall down the hole. I fall. Wompkins, you manage. I fall holding my yeah. cape. Well, I don't know how superhero land. You try flap, uh, Rocky. You try flapping your cape exactly. to slow you down, and and Thwompkins is flapping his little wings to slow him down. Thwompkins, you land on your butt, but you're fine. You actually land on something that's kind of hard, and yet soft at the same time. Wow. So most most likely Henry. Esteban, unfortunately, you land right on your butt. Your cape does not manage to catch you, nor can you grab onto the walls to slow yourself down. You'll take a, a point of ouchie damage. You're hitting your butt. Henry is curled up in a heap on the ground with his wings over his eyes and his poor throbbing red nose. And he's sobbing quietly, which is probably why he doesn't notice that he's landed 
on what appears to be a package of some sort of it's like wrapped in a handkerchief about the size of of a whopper sandwich he's landed half on and half off it so it's like sticking out from under him i have no idea what's a whopper sandwich sorry what's a whopper sandwich uh it's it's a ham it's a big hamburger okay okay it's the size of a big hamburger for for our non-us listeners there who are not killing yourselves with processed food like we are so henry is half on and half off of whatever this package is well, Thwompkins will definitely be more concerned about Henry and try to pick Henry up and put him put Henry on his back like a, you know, piggyback ride. Oh, Henry's very heavy. Muscle. Yeah, as I say, Give me mus- muscly roll. Yeah. Uh, th- muscly is Thwompkins big stat. Six plus six is twelve. <laughs> you get him up there. You don't know how, but but uh, he's on he's on your shoulders uh, and his his paws oh. are are hanging. Like, they're beating against his paws. His talons are kind of banging against your chest. <laughs> I'm a drum. And his head is, like, on top of your head, so it's almost like you're wearing a big old dragon pelt. <laughs> Henry's my backpack. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's just kind of slumped over you. Oh, hey, what's that? <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> it's a package. Do you want to pick it up? It, it seems to be something wrapped in a, in a handkerchief. Well, Thompkins cannot. <laughs> Esteban, any, any interest in seeing what Henry landed on top of? Of course. I mean, Henry is taking, being taken care of. I want to see what was in the, the floor. Okay. Are you going to pick it up? Mm-hmm. You open up the handkerchief. It's been tied up like a bindle. Lay the handkerchief flat, and there are four cookies Ooh. in the handkerchief. And it seems like someone has kind of stashed them away. Probably wouldn't have noticed where they were if Henry hadn't crashed through the ceiling. So you can dispense those cookies, or you can keep them to yourself. And there's also a red handkerchief. Should I give it? What Uh, what, what did you find? I found uh, three cookies. Cookies? Do you hear that, Henry? Esteban found cookies. (laughs) They were under your butt. (laughs) They're butt cookies. Butt cookies. They're butt cookies. God, I hope those are chocolate chips. <laughs> Stop! Oh my Floating gosh! That's okay. Do you want a butt cookie? <sighs> Do I want a butt cookie? Yeah. I absolutely want a butt cookie because I have almost no cookies. I knew. When you fell down that hole and, and you landed and then I, I, I picked you up and, and you know, see, now you're on my back and stuff. And now, now you're like getting piggyback rides. And, and, and so you should be OK. You should like, you know, and we got cookies, too. So that's all good. I fell down a hole. Uh-huh. You crashed yeah. through a hole in the floor. Yep. Oh, no. But it's OK. You're on my back now and you're all, and you're, you know, piggyback ride. Yeah, it's OK. okay. We are not hurt. So it's OK. Where's where's Bella and and Ignatius? Oh, I'm I'm sorry, Augustus. You look up and they are looking down from the down at you from the hole from the top of the hole, and Bella says, "It's we'll find another way. We can't get it's too it's too far, it's too far. Try to meet us where the nice smell is." Okay, we got cookies. Okay, okay. bye, friends. <laughs> They're butt cookies. We got butt cookies. The the mushroom people in my head say not to eat the butt cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and 
At least not for me to eat the butt cookies, but you guys have fun with those. <laughs> oh, you like the and, butt uh, cookies. I'll use these to trade. <laughs> and Ignatius and Daybella work their way around the hole and, and scamper off into the darkness. Aaron, before we go further, please re-roll, if you have not done so, your Grumps Max level. I, I did it on my break, okay. and I have six Grumps now. You have six? It's amazing. Aaron's new Max is six. All right. Oh, yeah. And you're back down to zero. Oh, yeah. So, yes, you fell down a hole, on, and you landed on a, somebody's secret stash of cookies. Apparently, according to Esteban, three cookies. Exactly. Three cookies. No more than three, three cookies. cookies. <laughs> no more than three cookies. But you gave me one of the three? Yes, I gave you one of the butt cookies. Then I gave Trump against a butt cookie as well. Everybody gets a butt cookie. Yay! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just one, because there were only three, three cookies. cookies. Yes. Oh yeah, I thought you said there were three. There's, you there's might four have of us two here. butts, but only one butt cookie. Oh... Is that words of wisdom? Because I heard words of wisdom are words that I don't understand, and I didn't understand that. Uh, it's okay, well, kids. It might. I don't know. We don't have time to explain it to okay. you. Oh, you like, you like being on my back? Yeah. Diggy bag ride. Start, starts to yell around. Carry him around for a while. <laughs> Henry is, is, is twice the size of Thwompkins, so even though Thwompkins has got most of Henry on his back, you're... you're your back legs and your tail are just kind of dragging along. Falkins is all upper body. I'm telling you, man. Like, body of, like, a little gorilla. All upper body. <laughs> I know I'm a dragon, but I'm also a dragon, so I'm gonna get off now. Oh, okay. Oh. Why are you a dragon? Dragon the dragon. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Oh, I asked a unicorn <laughs> once why she was a unicorn, and then she stared at me for a very long time. Again, that... That event happened on a Patreon episode. <laughs> a Patreon exclusive episode. Please subscribe to us on Patreon. Find out how Thwompkins <laughs> broke a unicorn's brain for 10 seconds. <laughs> it's easier than you'd think. So you're at the bottom of a hole. Bottom of a hole. And it seems like... <laughs> bottom of the hole. And you seem to be... You notice that where you are is very dusty and, and there's wooden support beams all over it, uh, but they're rotted through as if no one has come back here for a while or no one has has spent much time here, but it, you can tell it's a structure that was made by somebody. It's not, it's not a, a a hole in a cave or anything like that. It's it's, it's a, probably like some sort of old storage room that was sealed away for a long time. Wow. Does it look like there's... I mean, we fell down. Like, how far down mm-hmm. did we fall? You fell about 10 feet, which when you were 2 feet, that's that's up there. Luckily, your big old beefy body broke their falls, Henry. You're welcome, guys. I'm very <laughs> majestic. <laughs> so majestic. Thank you. Although I'd imagine the pumpkins landing on you is like, you know, get hit by a brick. But yeah, <laughs> probably I was too. I was too worried about my crying to notice. It's true. And your poor nose. And then. Oh, it's been a hard day, guys. The rock boy granites himself right on top of you. Yeah, it's bad time. <laughs> there is an entrance out that you can see, but it is partially covered with rocks that have been... Somebody has set rocks up in the entranceway in the hopes of, of making people think that there's nothing in this room. Most likely. It's, it's just a big pile of, of stones and rocks that have been piled up about 
yeah, maybe four feet high, and there's probably only a good maybe foot worth of, of clearance between the, the top of the rock pile and the uh, the top of the doorway. Oh, I Eighth like kids. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably have a pretty special relationship with rocks, so why don't you see if you can move some of them? I do? You know, because you're like a lot like a rock. I am? Yeah. Yo, we, uh, you are crunchy. Oh, crunchy. Rocks are crunchy. Yes, rocks are crunchy. Oh, okay. Uh, I can move them. Uh, Thompkins is going. strong like a rock. Oh, I was just going to ask him nicely, but, but, but I, I guess I can pick them up. And Thompkins goes up and. Muscly challenge, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Sorry. Thompkins walks up and says, Excuse me, Roxy. We, we, need to, we, we need to ask you to move nicely, and I'm, I'm going to move you. Say something if that's not okay. Something. Always ask for consent, kids. Uh, three and six is a nine. Uh, yeah, Thwompkins, you you scratch a couple of the rocks out of the way enough that that you can scurry that you can you and Esteban can kind of slither your way through. Henry, give me a nimble check. Guys, I'm so good at nimble. I got a five. Henry, you don't think you're going to be able to get through there. Not enough <laughs> clearance. And, and For my big Watkins old dragon booty? For your big old dragon booty. Uh, you're dragging a lot of junk in that trunk. <laughs> Thwompkins has moved the rocks that he can. Uh, but he's, he just can't. There's, he just can't get enough to, to get you out of there. So you're going to have to figure out another way out. Can I try to move some rocks? You could try to move some rocks. How do you want to move some rocks? Um, you want to just get up there and push? No. Um, I'm going to... Um, okay, so I have my... Like, how big are the rocks? The rocks are probably about half the size of a cinder block. That so, makes Jason. That I know, makes I, I, no, I, no. I'm looking. I'm looking for something. Uh, Are they bigger than my dragon body? No, 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 no. Uh, they, okay. they are. They are about the size of two bricks. How about that? Okay. So Henry would like to try and make kind of a sling out of his absorbent underwear. Okay. And and pull it off. Oh. Because. He has a push-pull ability. He does. Why don't you go ahead and give me your push-pull and add a plus one on top of that because of your clever use of your absorbent underwear. Thank goodness for a... Oh, okay. With a plus one, I get an eight. Ooh, eight is great. <laughs> Henry gets... Henry whips out his... his uh, I believe this is your second pair of absorbent underwear. This is my second pair of absorbent. Underwear. Is this the one that you've been wearing on your head, or I, no? I I no. put them on over my clothes so that the toilet couldn't see my butt. Wouldn't see your butt. That's right. Yep. Yeah. In one of our past episodes, they fought a toilet monster who you did not want him to see your butt, or so we were told. So we were told. Henry, we were all smart enough to cover our butts. That's right. You covered your butts. Remember to cover our butts, kids. It's always important. Always important. Whatever you do, 
Make sure your butt is covered. Henry pulls off his undies. He slings them around one of the larger rocks. He uses his push-pull perk, which lets him get kind of an extra little muscly burst there. And the at first, you think you're going to rip the undies. The, the, the band is stretching, 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 stretching. But then there's a little bit of give. One last tug. The rock tumbles down. You jump out of the way and manage to save the underwear at the same time. And there is now enough room for you to scurry through as well. Okay, guys. Uh, I finally, finally got it under control. I had to move some rocks with my really beefy muscles. Good job, Henry. <laughs> I saw it. I was really uh, impressed. I'm Me very too. majestic. Everyone is impressed by your clever, clever underwear use. Your underwear usage <laughs> is actually so impressive to me, Aaron. Give yourself a good a gold star. Oh, for, good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. For Aaron, I don't believe Aaron has used her underwear for underwear purposes yet. Nope. She has shown the multifaceted uses of that garment, uh, and and I think we would all uh, be nope. glad to have you. Someday they can take away tummy aches. Someday, but, but for now, today. let's use them. <laughs> Let's use them for slings for moving rocks. Let's use them as... Uh, butt covers. Butt covers. Let's use them as filters for poisonous gas rooms. I believe that I was, believe it was also yeah. a disguise to go to the elemental plane of candy. What an amazingly multifaceted... I know, you never, you never knew underwear could be so versatile. I mean, always keep a pair of handy kids. You never know. When you're going to need them. All right. Uh, the three of you managed to, to, to get your way out of, of the storage room. And now that you're, you find yourself at the end of a hallway, there is a sound of water. That same rushing water sound that you had heard back in the pirates keep. Somehow you've, you think you, at the end of the, the tunnel, you may have found your way back to the, to, to the Brown River. You don't know if it's the same river, but there's definitely a sound of water. The hallway, the, the tunnel that you're in, is lined with sputtering torches that every now and then will flare up. And the flares are usually followed by a, a smell coming through the air. So you think it might be more, maybe too much methane in the air. That's kind of, <laughs> if you knew what methane was, you do know you can light your farts on fire. So it's probably <laughs> something pretty similar to that. Henry just lights his breath on fire. Thank you. I, mean, I think you can, can do the, the, the opposite as well. <laughs> right, right. This is, like, this is like how you can't fart next to Cindy, the, the fire elemental girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically, mm -hmm. yes. If you do, you're dating, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what she means by that. Cindy doesn't quite yet either, but give her a couple years. She, says, What's she says, we're dating, and I'm like, what's today? She says, it's the time, it's the day you go get me a juice box, Swampkins. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that's just the kind of girl Cindy is. And that's the kind of guy he is. And that's the kind of guy Swampkins is. She's on fire. She is hot stuff, that Cindy, the fire elemental girl. I need to put in the fire elemental girl now, apparently. Right. And her and Swampkins have an odd relationship. An odd relationship. Well, she's the only one, or you're the only one that she can't hurt because you're made of rocks. She will catch you on fire because you're made of rocks. Exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Her, her relationship. Has not, wow, Thompkins has a little girlfriend now. Wow. 
her relationship with Teddy the Tree Boy did not end well. Um, <laughs> the three of you give me nosy rolls. To know about Thwompkin's dating life, apparently. Yeah, to know about Thwompkin's dating life. Uh, four and two is a six. Nosy rolls, yep. Nosy this is, is my first. Cuteness or uh, cuteness. 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 Four and two is a six. Seven. I got a six as well. Henry, you hear, coming from the end of the tunnel, uh, farther than you can hear, sure what i just heard guys and what that might be excuse me <laughs> uh yeah um well, i'm gonna need you to quit that for a second so i can listen really hard okay and it's just this this weird sound goes back and forth <laughs> from the end of the uh, from the end of the hall. That wasn't me. That that one <laughs> different, but the same at the same time. Strangely, um, guys, I definitely hear something, and I'm not sure what's going on. But it, you know where Thwompkins goes like really fast across the courtyard. Oh, nurses call him zoomies. Uh, it kind of sounds like that. Yeah, that's that's pretty close. Something is doing zoomies on the other end of the the hall, the other end of the tunnel, uh, past your field of vision, where you hear the water coming from. Wait, uh, oh, someone so is doing zoomies? zoomies in the. There's room for zoomies. The filthy river. Yeah, what if you fell in? I don't think I don't think that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Do any of you know how to swim? No, probably not. Dragons yeah. do. Unless you're a water dragon, which I am not. You are not. I do. I swim in the bathtub. Rock. I swim in the bathtub. And vampires don't do well with running water. Yeah. So I mean, I can do zoomies in the ceiling, but I can do zoomies in the river. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Should we avoid this sound, or like, should we be afraid of somebody who could do zoomies, or will they be a friend? Thwompkins does not look at all concerned. About zoomies, in fact, he looks excited. I think Henry's feeling a little bit like, like, like he was really wanting Ignatius or Debella to kind of take charge, and he's not very comfortable with this. So <laughs> finding himself in a leadership position. Yeah. Yeah. So like, sometimes. <laughs> um, not sure. Um. So I would take I charge and I go in front, in front, seeking of the zoomies. Henry immediately <laughs> says, "That sounds like a good idea," and follows Esteban. Yes, Esteban is now taking charge of the party, <laughs> and I yell, "Charge!" Okay. and I run, <laughs> and he runs. Esteban, you go shooting out of the tunnel. Flopkins comes shooting after you, uh, with Henry pulling up behind. He's the slowest, but he's got a lot of mass behind him. So once his inertia gets going, he can start moving. A lot of mass behind him. <laughs> he has a hard time stopping, but once he gets going, yeah. Guys, watch out for that tail. That's all I'm saying. Esteban, you see it first. Sure enough, there is a river going by. And in the middle of the river, zipping back and forth, it's a strange sight. It's a boat, but it seems to be made out of duct tape and cardboard and there are yeah and 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 maybe it's uh 
There's some there's some porcelain as well. And there are two lizard kids sitting on the standing on the bow of the boat. One seems to be an alligator, one seems to be a crocodile, but they are both wearing sport coats. <laughs> one's wearing a white sport coat, one's wearing a blue sport coat, and they've got their sleeves rolled up. And they're both wearing sunglasses. <laughs> In the sewers. In the sewers. And they're they're leaning on their boat, and one of them has his tail in the water, and he's just whipping his tail back and forth. <laughs> and that's what makes the boat go. And the other one is going <laughs> with his mouth. <laughs> and they just kind of drift back and forth. They're not going real fast, but they kind of float back and forth in front of the entranceway. Wow. Luke is up. The one who's making the noise, <laughs> he's got he's got some sort of, of, of light in his hand that shines a light over the over the area of the sewers that you're in, and he's kind of looking down different tunnels. Going, uh, but he really can't see anything because he's wearing sunglasses, basically in the dark underground. So even with this flashing light, he's not coming up against much. Garrett, make me a nosy roll, would you? <laughs> oh well, both of these guys are really good at nosy anyway. So let's see. How about a ten? Who who are you controlling, Al or or the other one? I'm doing Al. Al, okay. Alistair Tubbs Alligator. Alistair Tubbs Alligator. Alistair, uh, Al is is the one with the flashlight, and you catch a glint of movement out of your eyes, and you make a noise that goes. You see, Al like reach down and like turn the head of his buddy behind mm-hmm. him, and the boat kind of turns as they both lean. Yep. And they're standing on the beach, are on the, not on the beach because you're in the sewer. On the side of, of of the sewer, coming out of one of the tunnels. Sewer beach, yes. Sewer beach are three kids. There's a there's a dragon. There's a gargoyle, and there's some little creepy kid who you don't quite know what's up with him, but but he has an air of menace about him. <laughs> they they weren't there a couple of seconds ago. Henry sees them lean. And and kind of mutters to himself, Augustus, where where are you? These guys are the lead in it. It's not you. I don't know what to do. Oh, <laughs> hey, Tompkins hey. just looks super excited. I go to Henry and just say, "Easy, it's just a, a boat made of ducktails. Don't worry." Where are you guys coming in from? Uh, but you weren't here a little while ago. Uh, no, we came from over there. Points down yeah. wherever they came from. We came from oh, a hole. I think we came from up. We fell down. You did. Down that down that hallway there. Uh huh. Yeah, past those rocks. Not this rock. He's with us. The other rocks. Oh, that moving rock. Yeah, he's with us. Yeah, he's a friend. Who? What's your name? What's your name there, moving rock? Pompkins just pauses. Wait. Who's a moving rock? Yeah. Hi, I'm Thwompkins. It's Thwompkins. Don't worry about it. It's Thwompkins. It might take him a while. We're, we've been cruising down here. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm Alistair Tubbs the Alligator. <laughs> Hi, Alistair. Whatever, I'm, I'm Thwompkins. But whatever, you can call me Al. Do, and do, this do, do. is my buddy, David the Crocodile. We call him Crockett. <laughs> Hi, Crockett. Hey. I'm Thwompkins. He doesn't always say so much. 
but we've been cruising down here. We know there's been some kids, like, come into our sewer system here in the Brown River, and we've been doing river patrols trying to find people, and also untoward things. Oh. Say what? Make what? Um, there's, you guys, there's nothing untoward happening here. We, you guys see him, like, pull his, his sport jacket open. You can see something, some metal, like, flash inside of it. And he closes his sport jacket. Ooh, what was that? You guys don't, don't know of anything fishy going on, do you? No, we don't know anything about any fish well, at oh, all. Yeah, I don't see river. any fish. Yeah, I don't see any fish in this river. Bro. Do we have fish? No fish. Henry starts realizing that that maybe he's got to do the talking here. <laughs> so, no fish. None. We are... We're not fishy at all. Yeah, not I'm not fishy. I'm Thwompkins. Not even fish sticks. You aren't possibly got contraband on you, do you? Um, nothing. We, we don't deal in contraband. Not at all. Never. What? Give me a Brady roll, Aaron. What's contraband? <laughs> Maybe someone who is against bands? I like bands. I'm not a contraband. Henry gets a 10. Contraband means stuff that you're not supposed to have. Henry knows that. Blomkins and Esteban obviously do not. (laughs) And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with knowing what's a band, (laughs) but not a contraband. Um, we, we don't deal in any contraband. No way. Completely above board here, guys. We just got Where's lost. We got separated from our friends. Above board. I thought we were, I thought we were the in the underground. That's a boat, not a board. Guys, <laughs> be cool. Be oh, cool. Oh, oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. Find something to lead on. Find something to lead on. Find something When Henry says be cool, both Alistair <laughs> and Crockett like pose, pose <laughs> and lower their glasses. Falkins is doing the smoke. Doing a smolder. <laughs> Somewhere a synthesizer plays. Yeah, yeah there's synthesizer. All of a sudden you can hear something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the moment be cool is mentioned, Thwompkins immediately leans on something. Leans Henry, on something yeah. Henry sees them trying to smolder and says, hey guys, that's my deal. Back up off. Oh, so now you I, I smolder. You guys can lean. That's fine. I I understand that I'm not great at leading, but I smolder. Wait. I'm a dragon. Wait, but I thought you don't smolder because you gave all your cool to the weird kids. You guys, they can't take away my dragon coolness. It's a part of me. It's not a dragon hotness. So you guys, you guys said said you fell down. We uh, did. You fell down in that in that tunnel oh, back uh-huh. there. Yeah, and we're trying to get back to our cooler friends because I got stuck with these two. <laughs> Oh, you like us too. Don't say that. I do. I just wish you were a little bit more like that crocodile over there. I can be cool. Quiet. Yeah. Oh, I pull my cape over my face and get off the boat. And... <laughs> That's cool. I'm trying to be cool. I'm doing the whole leaning thing. That's cool. I know it's cool. That's good. Le- I will get off the boat and uh, go swim over to them. And he says something to Crockett and Crockett like takes off in the boat. <laughs> and he just kind of keeps going and you see, see Al like stand up and like make some noises down. And Crockett likes hold up his thumb like, thanks, dude. As he goes off into the distance and Al turns, he's like, 
All right. So you said you had friends that were up up topside, and Crockett takes the he he knows how to take the boat, and he'll go find your buddies, and we can help them get back a hold of you later. You fell down into our lair area, so that's why we were really wondering what what was going on if you were in doing some contraband no, stuff you're not supposed to be doing. No, we are. We only ever do stuff that we're supposed to be doing, and we have a very important, very uh, legitimate appointment that we are trying to keep <laughs> until we got separated from our cool friends. <laughs> you won't find too many cooler than the croc in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. And you see when he crawl, when he he swam over to you guys through that mucky brown water, but he gets up and comes out of the water, and his sport coat is spotless. Ooh, that's a superpower. So like the water didn't even affect it. I don't doubt that you are cool, but we just have our friends that we also think are very cool, and they're a part of our group. So we've got to find them for our very legitimate appointment. I get it. We'll help you. Hey, Garrett and Aaron, <laughs> I need you to both make me guile rolls. Ooh. Ooh. That's what right, that's well, what I'm Henry's gonna... good at. Actually, it's what, what Al is good at. Oh. <laughs> well, not so good at, but he's got a, a plus one. Yeah, so, so, does, so does Henry. Chomp a cookie. I got a nine. I got a ten. No cookie. Oh, snap. No. Hey, uh, hey, Al, these, these cats are on the level. I'm fine with that. All right. We all above boats. I mean, just as an aside, they were going to help you guys out anyway. Right, right, but yeah. Very legitimate appointments that we must, we must get to. Yeah, we are envoy, convoy, available. Exactly. Don't ask what that means, because <laughs> it will be a long discussion that we do not have time for. But we gotta get to this meeting, but we first have to find our friends, our cool friends. We have cool friends? Al, give me a brainy roll. help you with that. A brainy roll? Yeah, give me a brainy roll. It'd be an eight. You've heard mention of an envoy, the envoy convoy envelope before? from some of the suspects you've been investigating. <laughs> yeah, we know something about this envoy convoy <gasps> involving a big kid. Um, I cannot disclose <laughs> things. No, no. To, I cannot it's confirm. Cool. To people. We're here to help you guys. <laughs> I can't exactly. even confirm what it is. The involvement of a big kid. <laughs> But what I will tell you is that we got to go. There is a meeting, an appointment that we are trying to get to. But That's why we can help you, because Crockett and I were on our way to investigate some of this meeting also. And we were on our way as well. Oh, oh that's okay. good. Um, but first, we really need to find Ignatius. Uh, I'm sorry, Julius and... These are the cool friends. Are they that cool? They... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think yeah. they were that cool. Oh. Tom, because what do you think? 
Wow. Julius is so cool. He taught me to be cool. Say how I'm being. I'm being cool. He he taught me to be cool. Oh, okay. Esteban, the problem is is that you are very old, and old people lose all their cool. It's true. I've been cool for three hundred years. Cool, so cool. Okay. Nah, nah, dude. Doesn't work that way. He's he's so cool. He's dead. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool as a ghoul. He's cool temperature wise. Esteban. We are we are great friends, but also just realize <laughs> you're just not that cool. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm very cool. Uh, it's Esteban, okay. Esteban, I, see how cool I, I, I think you're cool. Thanks, okay, I touch you. Okay, I'm touching yes. you. Oh, you're yes, so cool. Oh, you're, you're really cold. I said that. Oh, do, do you want a hug? Do you want I a hug mean... to warm up? Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give <laughs> you a hug so you can warm up. <laughs> okay, you can, okay, hug. Group hug, everybody go. No, Henry not the crocodile. Henry turns to Al. <laughs> what? Huh? Henry turns to no, the crocodile? Group hug, but without the crocodile. After he takes a bath. Oh. <laughs> Henry turns to Al and says, This is why I can't get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we can't have nice I things. I said I'm cool. Um, <laughs> well, let's get on track. Not on track. Exactly. If anyone is cool. <laughs> I, I can lend you my shades, but only for a minute, because I need my shades. I can I can appreciate you need something to curate your your style. I too have a pretty apparent majestic style about me, as you mm-hmm, can see. Mm-hmm. Hard to miss. <laughs> with his big with his big red spot on his nose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> But we. I'm just gonna let this go. This is, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we gotta find our friends. Okay. It's a pit of it's a pit of RP in here, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm out. It's good. <laughs> I'll help you. That's why I sent I sent Crockett on ahead to go f- scout for your Debella and your Ignatius. No, Ju- you Julius. It? But it's okay. He goes by a lot of names. You can call him something. And and he'll pretty much answer to it. It's cool. It's okay. You you can call me Al. Do 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 do. All right. Hi, and thanks for listening to Even Footing Games presents Babies and Broadswords. We have a couple of announcements during the break this week. Our book is going to be available for pre-sale later this week, but if you happen to be a patron, you can access the PDF now. If you want to become a patron, you can do so by going to www.patreon.com slash evenfootinggames. We've had some awesome submissions of character art for Babies and Broadswords characters, and we've started a gallery on our website, evenfootinggames.com. If you want to check out some beautiful babies, feel free to go look look at those. Also, if you would like to submit your own baby art, you can tag us on social media, or you can email us at evenfootinggames at gmail.com. As always, we'd like to thank the gentlemen for the use of their song, Rubber Ball. And now let's get back to the baby shenanigans. 
okay, so where do we go to meet up with uh, Crockett, which who, by the way, can I just say, that's a cool dude. You know why? He knows how to be quiet. <laughs> oh, wait, that's, a, that's another thing of being cool. That is maybe the greatest essence of being cool is knowing when to be quiet. Uh, Are you pointedly looking at Thwompkins and Thwompkins? Well, well, I, mean, I mean, the nurses always say Thwompkins be quiet, and I, I didn't know they were telling me to be cool. I thought I thought they were just telling me to be quiet. Yeah, they. I'll just know. I'll just knowingly not. Always cool because he's I cool. Never hot. Always cool. <laughs> be, because both Al and Crockett are very high on cuteness, and therefore awesomely with cool. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Thwompkins and Esteban. Oh, I'm cool. Uh-huh. Give me coolness rolls, the two of you. Four plus two is six. I got a four. But people can't see uh, with the podcast is that I did finger guns. <laughs> you know what? I think we could all feel that you did finger guns. I try to, but I... <laughs> Thwompkins does finger guns. Yeah, but you can't. Esteban and uh, Thwompkins, Henry's pointed glare... And the coolness exuding off of Al really I rolled an 11. Really, so. really enforces the fact that you are not cool. I am cool. It actually hurts. And, and you're both going to take a, a point of grumps when you realize how no. uncool you are. I'm sorry. It's okay. It just means I got to do better. Al. I promise mm-hmm. I'll do better. <laughs> Let's get this show on the Let's road. Let's get this show on the road. <laughs> it's a river. So you're the river. <laughs> oh my god! It's a road. It's a track. No. Estevam has not gotten to the point where he knows that something can stand for something else. He's all very literal. It's all right you there. See, yeah. To a, to an alligator and a crocodile, these sewers and these rivers are as good as roads to us. Yeah. Because we get in and swim and get with the flow. Go with that Ooh. blow. Okay, that's cool. the, the bank that you stand on. It's still a river, though. On the banks, of, the banks on the, the muddy river, there's a small walkway on, on each side of the river. That, so you could walk single file to get from tunnel to tunnel to area to area. So there's the tunnel that you guys came down through in the first place where you found that, that stash through Henry fell through the floor. And then the, the, the walkways extend to your right and your left. And then... You know, if you can get across the river, it's about 10 feet wide. There's more tunnels and more walkways that, that extend to your right and your left. So where was the smell? They mentioned the smell. So where was the good smell coming from? Give me a nosy rule. See if you can smell it down here. Oh, good. I'm good at nosy. That's good because I'm not. I, I yes, you are. You have a, a big red nosy. Yeah, I get an 11. You've never noticed a good smelling smell they were talking about before, but you're getting a, wave, a waft of it now. Coming from that tunnel where they said they came from. Okay. So, so they said they fell through the the ceiling, or they fell through the floor. So maybe they opened up a hole in two. Come on, I got I got the trail. We can go this day down this way. Okay. Henry follows. He doesn't want to be in the front. He will follow. So you're you're heading back towards the the tunnel. Okay. You guys head back, and sure enough, Al, that smell gets stronger and stronger. You got the Mm -hmm. you got the trail. The kids all scurry up this pile of rocks. And you have always thought, you've been down these tunnels, this tunnel before, but the rocks had never, like, the, it always looked like they've been caved in. But they managed to dig their way into this this uh, this area. You've never actually seen inside because the rocks had already always piled it up. 
so you're you're surprised to see that it's actually like a sort of storeroom. It's actually it's a it's a it's a person made structure. It wasn't just uh, uh, it looks like it was set natural up. cavern. Yeah, natural cavern, exactly. I'm sure enough, ten feet up there is a hole. But your investigator senses tingle. You don't like hmm. things being where you didn't think there were things there. The fact that this is actually a room room and not just a a caved in tunnel tickles a little noggin in the back of your your amphibian brain, your reptile brain. Did you guys find some things in here? No, not at no. all. Just just fell right on my butt. Then I had a a big old rock guy following to me, and a little and a little sneaky. Vampire. I was just kind of going to scan them because if this is a human made thing or a a person made area that he didn't know was here, mm-hmm. something's fishy. Guys, I'm telling you, I've never smelled any fish down here. I would tell you I'd be straight up with you because you seem like such a cool investigator. And, and, and there's no fish because I always wanted to do fishing and, and, and there weren't fish, so I, I couldn't fish. Well, so the three of you fell from up there to down here. Well, that's right? how it happens. You fell from up to down. There was a wasp nest. It was a big thing. I don't know if you can tell because I've got this sting on my nose that if wasps are attacking you, you might fall through the floor. That's a real Watch out. So then the smell is coming from up? Yep. So if we need to, if we need to get up, how are we going to get there, guys? I go up on the, I start climbing on the the walls. Oh, I can climb. I can climb. Can you? Nah. I mean, I know Esteban can, because I decided for some reason, we, we, we gave you wall walking for some reason, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bet that uh, Henry over here isn't so good at climbing either. I'm not great at climbing, but I am great at flying. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of a certain uh, show involving Thwompkin's kind, where they climbed up concrete buildings, is what mm-hmm. immediately came mm-hmm. to mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you guys want to try, I will need some help to get up that high. Uh, because being an alligator, I got these little bitty short, short limbs. I, I'm good at swimming. I'm not so good I at climbing. Probably has to roll up his sports coat because his limbs are so short. I put the alligator <laughs> right. on a piggyback ride, and I, you're gonna pick up the gator. Yes, uh, and you're gonna what? You're gonna walk. You're gonna walk up the wall with him. Exactly. I'm still gonna need a muscly roll out of you. Minus one because you were carrying. An alligator on your back. But that's my alligator bag, so... <laughs> um, can I, can I do a look at me? I can help? Yeah, yeah. Are you a mommy's little helper? For that? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a mommy's little Ooh. helper. All right, you sure can. Because Al is a mommy's little helper, and uh, Crockett is in sneaky pants. <laughs> Seems like a, a great investigator yeah. team. Yeah, good team. So, all right, I'm going to do the... Take my grumps. Mm-hmm. So for look at me, I can help. I take two grumps yep. to assist another player with the skill challenge. Mommy's little helper makes the same roll and adds half their score to the first players, yep. which I am not very good at adventurousness. So I will. But hey, I managed to roll good. So I add four. Four. Okay. okay. What did you what did you roll, Rocky? I rolled a five. My adventures is five as well. And it was a muscly or a beef. Yeah, it'd be muscly. Muscly. So I got a plus two. So it, it's a 12. 
plus the four, it's a 16. Holy smokes. So we make it somehow. <laughs> we make it look cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you grab, you grab uh, Al, kind of throw him over your shoulder, and then you don't climb up the wall. You just put your feet up the, on the wall. And all of a sudden, you're walking up the wall at a no, degree. I got a 16. Like I'm moonwalking up the wall. <laughs> yeah, you moonwalk up the wall. Yeah, yeah. I told you I was cool. And while you're doing it, you're like bench pressing the alley. <laughs> oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> and heck, heck, that was such a good roll. You got all three of them up. How about that? Okay. <laughs> you just kind of stand, you stand about midway up the wall. And you toss the alligator up, and then you grab Thwunkins and Henry, and you toss them up too, and then you moonwalk up the rest of the way. Woohoo! Wow. I mean, there's definitely a reason we keep these two around. I just want to be clear it's not for cool reasons. It's not for cool (laughs) It is, it is, you know. I gotta say, that is some some impressive teamwork. I know. I will take the credit for assembling this crack team. Oh, I thought I thought I thought Jacques sent you to me. Yeah, but it was my idea that we needed some muscle, and I told Jacques that. And, oh, um, you're so smart, Henry. Thanks, thanks, and majestic. Yes, you are. I still don't know what that means, but okay. A lot of positive validation going through here today, Henry. Feeling pretty good about it. Maybe your confidence <laughs> is rising a little bit. <laughs> Woohoo! You you'll fly yet, little dragon. <laughs> I have flown. Don't don't you worry. The little I dragon can... that could. I can fly across hallways that have beds of nails. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, he did. It was a thing. Pretty impressive. You just probably haven't heard that because that podcast episode hasn't been released. (laughs) Spoilers. What did happen, kids? Spoilers. Oh no, somebody knocked that wall down. Yes. I believe it was the fourth wall. (laughs) (laughs) So you're in a dark hallway again. There's a little light shining up from the hole where you just were, and that smell of flowers is stronger now, coming from the other end of the hallway. Henry, you don't feel so much like freaking out as you did last time, probably because now you are surrounded by... Cool and strong people. Strong and cool people, yep. That's where I like it. I like to be the the brains of the operation. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you all make your way down the dark hallway. Eventually, you see a pinpoint of light from the end of the tunnel, and the smell gets stronger, and there is hints of green poking up from between the the, the sewer rocks. There are tendrils of ivy and roots that are worming their way through the brickwork and through the stonework. A few steps more, and there is a grass that is coating the floor, and that smell is getting brighter, and there's a few flowers popping here and there off the walls but not flowers that you've never seen before these aren't these every once in a while you know the nurse will, the nurses will will have flowers that they'll put out when their boyfriends are saying sorry for doing something at home but these are these these seem more you don't know what bioluminescence is but that's what they are they're kind of more glowy in the dark these flowers these blossoms oh. could henry pick one mm. Sure. Uh, are you going to pick one? I would like to pick one, and then I would like to cover my nose with it so I don't have to smell the sewer. Okay. 
Why don't you give me, give me a beefy roll on that? Oh, okay. Seven. No. Yeah, seven. Okay. The pollen is a bit much, but it does block out the sewer smell. So you've got a pretty flower that smells real nice, and you can use it to remove one tummy ache damage if you want, when you smell it. Oh, I can't just hold it over my nose all the time? I mean, you can do that too, but if you okay. want to, if you want to use up its itemness, yeah, yeah. Okay. But Henry, you look really nice with a, with a, with a flower. Strapped your nose. Strapped your it, nose, it, yeah. It, maybe it covers Henry's the, the giant red, the, red nose. The, the giant red hornet <laughs> wasp sting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tunnel eventually opens up to a verdant garden that someone has planted and let run wild in the middle of the sewer. There are flowers and there are not quite trees. They're like just really thick root system that kind of branches off so they almost look like trees with tall grass and a fountain in the middle that sprays it it looks like a bunch of of big fish that are spitting mostly cleanish looking water it's not quite as brown as the river but they're like spitting it up into the air uh real quick thomas is going to walk out of this the flower area and then immediately run back in and grab a flower and tuck it away. Okay. Wompkins also grabs a flower and tucks it away. Are you just grabbing one at random? Yep. One of the glowy ones. So would I kind of recognize these types of fish that are in there? Give me a, give me a, uh, a crafty roll. Or no, I'm sorry. I'm always looking for, yeah. I'm always looking for a good snack. I, I sure, sure. I always looking for something fishy. So. I got a six. I'm always looking for something fishy. I mean, you and a snack. You've seen fishy. fish before. You know it's a fish. Bonkins comes but back. Yeah. They're, made okay. of, they're, they're made of rock, though, so you probably don't want to eat them. Yeah. Bonkins comes mm. back. He's like, "Oh, hey, fish. There's fish. Oh, uh, anyone got a fishing pole? Is that fish enough no. for you, Croc? I mean, I don't, I don't think you want to fish with. You need a pole for these fish. You just kind of reach out and like tap one of them. Uh-huh. If it's a rock fish, yeah, it ma- it makes a dull thudding noise. And a voice from some of the, the tall grass uh, squeaks out, uh, Who's there? Who's there? Hi, I'm Thompkins. I oh, stay, stay right where you are. Okay. Why? You like to move? I like to move it. You like to work at work? <laughs> yeah. Thompkins starts dancing. And a grizzled from the, the tall grass parts, and a, and a gnarly little hand comes out holding a cane, followed by. <clears throat> A large, bluish, brownish, furry creature covered in fur from head to toe with a long, pointy nose that kind of flares out into a, into a weird starfish pattern. And it's wearing glasses that are about seven inches thick. And it peers at you from the other side of the glade. Which is, I can't see you, but I can smell you. You came from the river didn't you i told you uh, to take uh-huh. a breath yeah hi i'm Tompkins. uh i'm sorry if i if i smell um someone said i smelled earlier well you can hop in the fountain if you want i don't mind you didn't happen to see two other or smell two others come by here did you i smelled a few other kids uh but 
They would, there there would have been have one that maybe smelled like me, and I'll go over and like give him my hand hand to smell, and then there'd be two others that smell like them. Well, one of them would probably have a very sp- strong smell of mushrooms. Oh, I remember the mushroom girl. She smelled like mushrooms. Ah, uh, <laughs> that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, they they came through here, but they they didn't stop to to chat. They just grabbed a couple of flowers and kept on walking. Uh, said Which way did about, they go? He points off on the other side of the garden to a path that you didn't see before uh, because it's covered with tre- the trees and tall grass. It's like, I would have offered them a ride, but uh, uh, they didn't stop long enough to say hello. Oh, well, hello. they're probably very trying to look for us, though. And they're really cool. They said they were looking for their smart, tough friends, but... I don't that, think they were talking about you. Oh no, that's so definitely oh. that's definitely us. I'm the smart one, and I, these guys are the tough ones. Uh, hi, I'm 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 Plumpkins, and apparently tough too. Yeah, that's that. I was pointing at oh, you, wait, Plumpkins. Is, is tough my cool. other name? Like 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 how Julius has a bunch of names. Am I tough? Yeah, Plumpkins, tough gargoyle. Nice, awesome. That's what, is, is that T two? Yes. Yay. T two. He he has a pain. There's a pain look on his face. Like, this is why I moved to the underground. <laughs> yeah, I'm TT. Children. I got you. I got you about that. You get what I'm saying, buddy? I mean, and he kind of points towards in the general direction of Al, but like he's about six inches. Yeah, to the left. yeah, yeah. I'm cool. We're cool with that. So they went down that, that hallway. Yeah, and I would have told them mm. not to go that way, but they just kept on going before I could say anything. What's down that hallway? Oh, down that hallway? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to go down. You don't want to go down that hallway. But why um, we don't want to go that hallway? Ah, it's full of punicorns. What? what? Oh, you don't want to go where the punicorns live. No, no, you want to stay away from the punicorns. Oh, I know a unicorn. You don't want to go near punicorns if you can help it. No, no, punicorns, not unicorns. Unicorns are make believe. I know a unicorn. Yeah, these these are like unicorns, but poo. Right, the punicorns. That's what I said. So, uh... Oh. But anyway... But they went that way, and we're supposed to meet up with them, so we should probably go that way, too. Yeah, I think so. That's, that's like, the first smart thing that Thwompkins ever said, so... Wait, Henry's really? Like, yeah, Thwompkins. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Good job. Yay! Well, Thwompkins. Before you go anywhere, hear me out. I've got a proposal, and I'll make it on our next episode of Babies and Broadswords. <laughs> we're gonna wrap up there for the day. <laughs> Oh, I heard one of the nurses say she wanted a proposal once, but she ended up just being angry the next day, and I don't know why. Yeah, well, I've dated <laughs> a lot of nurses in my day, too. Good <laughs> <laughs> we all. So I've been Jason, I'm your sitter. Yeah, but we all, I don't know, have we? I'm Jason, I've been your sitter. Thank you so much for, for listening to this episode of Even Quoting Games. Uh, presents Babies and Broadswords. Stick around, we're going to have our chat about game details and mechanics today. We're going to be talking about ways that you can run a long campaign, if that's what you decide you want to do. Which is great timing, because the game's going to come out very, very soon from when you hear this. Mm-hmm. So Yay for rules. Yay for rules! So check out our, 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 our social media, and email us, and like and subscribe, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. And give us a review. And give us a review. Yeah. All right. So 
stick around for the the chatty part and we'll see you next time stick around for the rules but uh for the rest of you hey it's been nice playing with you and on on to the grown-up stuff so thanks for sticking around for our our rules discussion we were going to talk over a few things if you've been listening you know that we are not only playing this game we are designing it and so we'd like to take a little time at the end of the episode to kind of discuss some things that we've noticed, some mechanics we'd like to talk about, and then to share some, some, some of the process with you folks at home. Today, I thought we might talk about the fact that we have taken what is supposed to be a one or two shot game and have expanded it into a longer session, a campaign length, and how we're bumping into some things that, that, that shouldn't necessarily be an issue if we were just playing a regular like like when you might play at home, just like a, a two or three hour game. But some folks might want to turn this into a larger campaign. So what are some things that we're kind of noticing as issues now that we are we are taking what is, should be a two hour game and, and stretching it into a 20 hour game? Um, I think for the people, I mean, and obviously it'll be a little bit different since we have kind of a rotating door of people coming mm-hmm. in. But for our longer term players, as we're not hitting breaks as quickly as we would like to be, we run out of any sort of uh, perks and knacks use. Also, I would say that we tend to end up with an overabundance of inventory. So we have too much inventory. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much sitting at... The session before this, I believe I was maxed out and you gave me a an A-plus paper, mm-hmm. which I then immediately gave to Daybella because I did not have room for it. Mm. It also made sense in the moment for her to have that, but it I am I am maxed out. Okay. So I need to use I need to be better about using my, so my stuff. I shouldn't give you stuff is what I'm is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I don't know if I would say that. <laughs> Can we remember the folks that wrote our rules on encumbers, so people understand better what we are? Talking. Sure. Our our basic rules is the higher your your adventurousness score, the more items you can carry. So there is a there is a set list. So if your adventurousness is two, I think you can carry five items. If it's three, you can carry six. And if it's five, then you can carry seven items. Which... And your beginning items, your class items, do not count against that. Right. Which, now that I'm thinking about that, when I'm saying it out loud, that that, that seems to, to, to handicap... Exactly, because it, it, yeah. it puts too much on adventurers. And since this game is based on loot to improve your character... It should be mm-hmm. a ba- something base, uh, a base set for everyone, in my opinion. Yeah. Dang yeah. It, Rocky. Yeah. Or characters need to be maybe encouraged to use things more often. Could be as well. I agree with that as well. I mean, that's really the way, because I run into that problem like when I play role-playing games on the computer. I walk around and I'm carrying 90 things. Because yeah, I yeah. might need them. And then I get through, I'll do and get through stuff not using my bonus items because I might need these more later. Mm-hmm. So we kind of need to work. I mean, there 
and it's kind of probably up to the sitter also to encourage players. What if, what if you allowed for bonus items to be used after a roll? Like if you roll and you need just like a plus one or a plus two to actually pull something off. If it would swing you over. As long you as over, you don't know the difficulty. As long as you don't know the, yeah, I think yeah. that's the key, yeah. Maybe it needs to be written in that the, don't let the babies know what the difficulty is, but as a. Which I rarely do, yeah. Write, write it in for the sitter to encourage, oh, do you think you want to use that or not? Mm-hmm. I think part of it, honestly, is also on players at least me, I get really comfortable using my two class items and I don't really always think to go through my inventory. Right. And the other thing is like, I kind of like, there are things that I want to use that are more role play that I don't know how to use. Like my empty wasp nest, for example, I'm not exactly sure how I can role play using that. I know it gives me a plus one on beefy, but like, how would it give me a plus mm-hmm. one on beefy? Yeah. He's measured uh, against the fire. I, I mean, per- oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But yeah, so that's partially on me trying to figure out that I want, you know, it's really easy for me to like say I want to use my book or I'm going to make something slippery with my petroleum jelly. Mm-hmm. Um, however, when I'm having to think about things in the moment, Oh, empty wasp nest is a little bit more abstract for me. Well, yeah, and we've been trying to give out single use items, which tends to come around to, I want to save this for when I really think I need it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. When actually they're much more plentiful than we really know. Right. Yeah, and I guess that that's kind of, I guess, something that we need to to make sure that people can find the balance between understanding Yes, yeah, you want to hold on to these items, but trust me, you will have. You're going to get more. more. You're going to get more. Oh, yeah. And well, I think. And it takes that hard difficulty of like if you were a kid, like when you were a kid and it was something I didn't learn until I used up all the stuff that I had. Mm-hmm. Like when you got Christmas cookies, it's like, ooh, I'm going to eat all these right away because I really like them. And then later right. you're like. Boy, I wish I had more Christmas cookies. Wish I would have saved some cookies. And then your parents are like, well, you know, if you saved them, you wouldn't Mm -hmm. have to worry about that. And then you end up saving them, and then you end up with Halloween candy at Easter. And at (laughs) 4th of July. (laughs) That you can't eat. Yeah, yeah. That's thoroughly disgusting, and you shouldn't eat because it's not safe anymore. <laughs> right. And if you did, I would These give you tummy gummy bears for it. aren't gummy. Yeah. But yet you eat those peanut they butter cups because... It. They're awesome. <laughs> That's right. And then you have stomach aches. And then you get a tummy ache, yeah. So, folks, I guess we, we need to kind of get people out of that mindset of save this just in case, because that's what a grown-up would do. Whereas a kid, I'm going to use this thing the first chance I get, because I know it does something cool. You know, So it's... Well, it's, do we want to put something in that you're going to use it on your very next one? Like your very next challenge? I don't want to that do that. That difficult. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you want to do that. Yes. <laughs> Are you trying to vampire me over there, Rocky? Yes. <laughs> yes, you will do that. Yes. <laughs> you will use your cookies. <laughs> give more cookies. Uh, we also do get stuff that doesn't give a specific bonus. 
And, like, I, from the very first session, have a lock with a chain on it Mm -hmm. that I do really want to use in Mm -hmm. just the perfect way. (laughs) Right. So, so, yeah, so then it's also, it just becomes a matter of, I'm not going to give this up until I know how to, until I figure out how I want to use it. But in the meantime, I have to carry this thing around. It's going to be the greatest callback ever to the first episode. (laughs) And I'll be like, like, oh! You pull out your ball and chain and thwack something really hard. (laughs) It's it's basically what I gave it to her for, yeah. Right. This thing is going to hurt somebody at some point. Yeah, yeah. But also, as a Thorther, I haven't actually hit somebody yet at all. And And so, when it happens, it's going to be massive. (laughs) Well, and that's been part of what uh, people that I've talked to thought was really different and interesting about the way we're approaching babies and broadswords is that unlike a lot of role-playing games, we're not approaching it as the every hammer or every problem is a nail and what you've got's a hammer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're not running around like, I have a hammer. I kill things. Everything right. is, everything I come across, we got to kill it. This village, they don't like us. Let's kill them. Exactly. Right. I mean, and we're not like that. <laughs> no no we like rocky so <laughs> uh, yeah Ro- rocky just wants to bite other babies yeah. and talk about their crunchy yeah, exactly. blood <laughs> rocky we're just gonna f- we're gonna fly down to brazil and have barbecue with rocky oh, that's what we're gonna do just wait for you guys for you you're all invited even the listeners I don't okay. care. <laughs> it's good to know if next time i get down to brazil please come um, to brazil right now and now we're angling for that tourist uh sponsorship from uh from brazil (laughs) you can send your inquiries to uh evenfootinggames at gmail.com we would love to pimp out brazil for you we would we would love to review your airline and your uh day spa and your giant jesus statue (laughs) all of it he just wants to give you a hug aaron that's all it is (laughs) That's basically it. Bring it in. Bring it He's in. Like, <laughs> Brazil! <laughs> Bring it in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I think the other thing we were going to talk about was, so we've had people also comment about how do you handle like a long ongoing game? Because mm-hmm. like we had also talked about, we really only thought this was going to be like a downtime and in-between times you know, you play maybe one to three sessions and you have a quick, kind of a quick, fun romp of something totally different mm-hmm. and a totally different approach to game. But we're getting some people going, no, we like the way this works. I love this, yeah. And we want to do this a lot. How do we level level up? Level up, yeah. And we're kind Ugh. of like, characters don't have levels in our world. Right, exactly. Right. You're all Dang. babies. And the numbers are so, like, the, the array is so small that we have yeah. to work in since it's a D6 system. It's like just giving someone, okay, uh, you've leveled up, you can up a skill or you can up one of your big three. That's a huge, that's a massive. Swing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the power creep would be almost unstoppable it, after yeah, yeah, yeah. one or two. Mm-hmm. Bef- before you're long, you're like, Lady Chesty, yeah, whatever. We could whatever. your butt on Tuesday. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> We're up the, for it the, again. You, you would, yeah, you know, the recent D&D has that 20 level 
you know, it's because it takes so long to get up to that point. Whereas you're already starting off, you know, as, as tough as you're going to get most likely. And anything more than that puts you at grown up level right off the bat. So. Yeah. I mean, and I've seen other game systems that were kind of based around stuff like our gold stars, mm-hmm. where you could use those and accumulate quite a few of them mm-hmm. to get a bonus to like, say a stat or to a, a lot for a stat or to a skill. Mm-hmm. So like plus one to your nimbly might be, I don't know, we'll say 10 gold stars. Okay. So I actually like the idea of adding to a skill better than to a stat. No, oh, absolutely. That's, that's yeah, 100%. It has to be to a skill. Yeah, it has to be to a skill. Because to a stat would be something like, I gathered 100 gold stars. You're kind of like, why? You. Wow. <laughs> okay. We've been Good playing that long. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Why did I give you 100 gold stars? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're all ready to drive now? All the puns. All the puns. That's why you got 100 gold stars. Right. And well, then you could also... So the other way that gold stars have been used is kind of like in... I'm thinking of like certain styles of games. You can use your gold star to get a benefit from the sitter. Like, ooh... We didn't plan on this. Hey, can I blow a gold star? And all of a sudden we have this 30-foot pole that we have no reason to normally carry around, but for some reason we happen to have one laying here. <laughs> gold stars retcon the game. <laughs> well, so the, the one of the games I'm thinking of is Knives in the Dark, where mm-hmm. Knives in the Dark lets you basically use a prep or some kind of prep point where you go back and you do a flashback, basically. So this could be like we could do something with gold stars to allow a flashback to prepare for something that the babies clearly didn't plan on and trigger a montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trigger a flashback montage Mm -hmm. where it's okay. So how did you guys come up with this? Well, we were all joking about wouldn't this be funny if and then it triggers that flashback montage and that uses your gold star. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, you could also have. Like the sitter throw uh, curveballs at the babies, like really difficult puzzles that they might have to figure out. Or, oh, that wasn't a blink dog over there. That was Ms. Griselda, and you just mm-hmm. jumped her. Or she was in her, or someone was in a, like, a werewolf was in their dog form, and you just jumped a werewolf, not a dog. Right. And all of a sudden, it becomes just, a lot harder. Just to be clear, though, Garrett, we do not have blink dogs in this game. We have barky dogs. <gasps> barky barky dogs. dogs. Sorry. <laughs> For just so everyone knows what IP we're using, we have exactly. barky dogs. Barky dogs. Exactly, kids. Our dogs don't blink. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, they have their eyes pasted open. They have their eyes on you. <laughs> they, they drink caffeine. <laughs> Our kitties don't displace. They just move real <laughs> fast. Real fast. They just move real blink, fast. Blink and they are on the other side of the room. That's right. It's your blinking. My yeah, cats do cat. that. My cats get the zoomies and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're all over the place. Yep. Yep. Right. Even the even the 12-year-old old man cat all of a sudden zooms around the house. It zooms around. And runs into the refrigerator and we're all like, what the heck was that? <laughs> but that was, it's another way that you could hand out gold stars and we could out always add that in it's kind of it, it kind of reminds me of um how call of cthulhu doesn't 
do levels either, but they will. You 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 can earn experience points for for different skills, but you still have to roll under like whatever the percentage is to 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 level up that skill, or you have to roll over. So, you know, for example, yeah. you, you you trade in a bunch of uh, stars or whatever, and you want to up your your muscly skill or your um yeah we'll say muscly. And let's say it's already at a at a seven because you've for whatever reason you have to get above a seven to get it up to an eight. So it it gets harder and harder to level up. Yeah. Those skill stats. Mm. Yeah. So that even if you are getting better and better, it's 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 the the rate of less slows down. Yeah, so that's we can work on it. There. So <laughs> it could be one of those that we do. You can spend your gold stars to get a bonus to a skill. Mm-hmm. And then you have to roll above your base of that skill. Right. To see so, if it actually... Right. Like if uh, precociousness is your low skill. And you you roll in that one, you're... Yep. And you want to raise your guile, we'll say. Right. So you have to roll a d6, but you have to roll above your precociousness stat. Right. Or equal to or above. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like on... You take precociousness as your roll like I did on one of the characters I just made. So his precociousness is a two. I really don't like that. He should be more clever than he is. And I kind of want to raise his guile. So I would roll, spend my stars and we could come up with something like five stars as a stat roll or mm-hmm. a, sorry, a skill roll right, to try to right. improve a, a skill that would give you a plus one on a skill. Mm-hmm. But then you have to roll equal to or above your stat for that skill. Above your big three, right? Yep. yep. So it's e- so it's easier to increase your lower stats than it is to increase your higher stats. Yeah. But you're still gambling either way. So yep. It yeah. also becomes that decision: is it do are the are the stars worth more single use as the as the situation arises, or are they worth more to me being able to level up this one stat to to possibly level up this one stat? Yeah. I also do want to mention that this would this is definitely in our big kid rule category. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You I mean, you can make these adjustments kind of within your campaign as needed, but these are other ways that you could incorporate more of a long-term campaign with the game. Uh the other thing that I would suggest and I think we're going to start doing for for uh for our campaign if you're if you're running a long campaign if people aren't hitting breaks quickly enough, uh, it's not it's not only that you know they're not getting the the uh, the punishment of of not managing their stats, but you use up your abilities. You can only use so many knacks, you can only use so many perks per break. And if like uh, Aaron's Aaron's been been pretty lucky with her rolls, and so she hasn't gone on break, but she's used up you know a few of her abilities. You know she kind of needs that reset. So maybe if you're running a long campaign. Every every couple of campaigns, just have everybody reroll their maxes and grumps or to to start back over where they or pick one stat to reroll. Well, you can also allow people if someone else goes on a break and you're low, you can choose to join them on break too. That's possible as well. Like if someone I want else, to see that. right? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of like when Debella had her meltdown mm-hmm. and because she ran out of grumps. And like if we'll say, for instance, Henry is at one or two grumps also, and he sees Daybella go on a timeout for grumps, he could choose to do a timeout also and do a reroll. 
and then you, you know you take yourself out of things yeah you know? yeah you choose you know you're getting you bad yeah 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 you know you're gonna miss something but you need to add that up to re-up self-imposed timeouts some kids will do that yeah well and it yeah. also if you know something big is coming is coming mm-hmm. you choose it's to a take rest a time yeah out yeah you're taking you it yeah to the big right right so you don't go out midway through the uh right through the fight yeah when the big as i would say with my kid it's not a timeout it's it's a it's a cool down or something like that yeah we're we're preemptively not having the timeout Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. we're We're having a chill (laughs) we're saving you from the potential timeout later yeah we're we're taking it when it's better to take it as to when it has to happen and maybe that's the way you differentiate them one is a timeout one is a cool down <laughs> i'm getting close guys i'm getting close i'm getting real close guys <laughs> i need to count to 10 i need to calm myself <laughs> i i feel like if you take a voluntary cool down though there should be there should be a consequence yes. i get it not just you're missing out for five minutes or whatever something else on top what of if, that, you know what if you you don't get to re-roll so whatever you were at you're at but you get to use your abilities again oh oh yeah okay okay so you're, that's not bad your grumps so and like tummy i, I the had same. i only had two grumps left i take my i take my time out but then if i get hit with something with grumps i'm also out but at so least i can uh, use my rest. abilities mm-hmm. kind of basically, basically yeah. i don't i don't get hit points back but i get to use my stuff you get skills back, but not hit points back, basically. What's a short rest? What are hit points? I don't know what these terms are. I don't know. It's a cooldown. <laughs> it's a cooldown. You get somebody. Count to ten. You get your knacks back. Yeah. I don't hate that. I think that's that's workable. But how's, how does everyone else feel about that? Yeah, I think that's, I think it's okay. That's a good compromise. Yeah, and we can pass this on to Jimmy when he does some of his playtests too. See mm-hmm. how his guys like it. Mm-hmm. Cool. So the things, the inventory problem, just kind of wrapping up. I don't know if there's a way around that aside from the sitter just constantly reminding folks, "Hey, you've got all that stuff. You'll get more I stuff. Agree. I'll give you and more I think stuff." That's... <laughs> I think that is also That's as as up. characters we have to be act more like babies mm-hmm, and be mm-hmm, willing to eat mm-hmm. the cookies now rather right. than keep them for later. I think that'll be easier to do in a one shot because obviously you're going to get it, you're going to use it. So for a longer yeah. campaign, I think it's just going to be beholden to the sitter to just you know, hey, mm-hmm. the whole world is full of stuff. You can yeah. use a lot of this, so don't don't feel like you have to 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 selfishly hold on to everything, you know. Well, Instant that's gratification. Where yeah. I, I think it also matters, like in a longer campaign, if you do set it out as advancement is based on gold stars and spending the gold stars that you accumulate to improve your character as opposed to, I have to hoard lots of stuff to improve my mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a subtle shift in the way the game works. The way that it's set and up. Yeah. That makes me want to keep my gold stars and use my stuff instead. Right. Yep. Right. Right. Okay. Because gold stars can also be handed out like when 
major milestones are met too. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's not, yeah, there's the sitters can give out gold stars for any reason they want. So yeah, it can be milestones. It can be, that joke was funny. It can be, Hey, you one shot at those dust bunnies. Nice job. You know, whatever the case may be. So yeah. So, so making, making a traded list for your gold stars does kind of solve the inventory issue as well as give us a, some sort of level up mechanism mm-hmm. for a longer campaign. Mm-hmm. I still like the idea of, of you still have to, to take a risk with your stars to see if you can skill up. So oh, roll I against, agree. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, definitely yeah. Roll, do that against, roll against your big three stat. And if you beat it, then you can choose the skill that goes up. But if you don't, you've wasted your gold stars. Sorry. Sorry, Bucko. Or, um, or even if you don't want to do that roll, spend mm-hmm. double and if right. you spend double you auto get it but sure. you're spending a lot of gold stars to do yeah. that then yeah yeah that's that's 10 chances where you could get yourself out of jail for free you know right. basically yeah. yeah yeah or that was two rolls you could have been making instead of the one mm-hmm. yeah so i think that's definitely worth adding in and then the but, third thing yeah go ahead yeah. Garrett, I'm sorry. but i do know that there are kids that will take that i want the definite instead of the two chances oh absolutely absolutely yeah but i i feel like games you're going to play with your kids are probably not going to be these long lengthy campaigns probably not probably not yeah but again it's every kid's every every kid's different Mm -hmm. i i know mine probably wouldn't have the, the the patience to to do a five or six or seven session campaign but they'll they'll do one or two you know yeah that could also be different in age because right. I mean, like maybe Garrett's oldest would, but yours and mine, Jason wouldn't mm-hmm, mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. the ages that they're at. So, right. right. I mean, at seventh grade, you might get repeats. You might get a, well, this was fun enough. Let's keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, or you could have adults who just get a kick and rip on this and think it's hilarious. Right. And let's do yeah. a long running campaign. Like us. Babies. Mm-hmm. doing crazy things let's see what mission Inv- invisible grandpa has this week don't say his name <laughs> Un- underwear no no more underwear on <laughs> all the statues <laughs> awesome awesome <laughs> i don't know how we're gonna get them around the legs but let's do it <laughs> put them on their heads all right and then the third thing that we talked about was the self-imposed timeouts letting players decide to take those to get their abilities back but they don't restore their their mm-hmm. their grumps ouchies or or tummy aches they don't restore their their hit points which is just a good way to kind of for these longer campaigns to to give people the opportunity to to kind of get a little reboot of their abilities since a lot of a lot of what you do depends on your knacks and your perks and and all that stuff good okay cool i think those are three Good big kid rules uh, that you listening at home can implement in your game, stuff to think about and stuff for us to think about when we do some supplemental material. Uh, I think there probably will be a supplement of just big kid rules, ways to, to kind of make your game a little a little crunchier. Bigger rules for bigger kids. Bigger rules for bigger kids. Mm, crunch. Exactly. <laughs> mm, like blood. Crunchy blood. Blood. <laughs> So thank you from us at Even Footing Games for joining us today and our little chatty chat and our little gamey game. Check us out on all the social medias. Shout out to our patrons and shout out to our friends from Game Store Dropouts. They, they gave us a nice little blurb and 
their latest episode, their end of the year episode. And uh, from all of us here, we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>